Welcome back to Eddie's Launchpads. Stand by for action. This is your captain speaking. We've been cleared for departure. Okay, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. This podcast is brought to you by Eddie Edster, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog. Obviously, we've got another guest for you, as we do every week on the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast. And today, an author for you. Her name is Nikki. Welcome to the show, Nikki. Hi. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspires you to write? If I go back to my childhood, actually, my mum was quite a creative. She was always reading and she used to love writing stories. So she would read those to me. Um, It wasn't until later on in my life, after having children, I used to work in a special needs school, which I absolutely loved. My son was diagnosed autistic at the age of three. And around the age of nine, his understanding was that he was becoming more aware of the differences between him and his friends in class. but it was more to do with how much he, he loved the rules and other children didn't stick to them, um, why he was getting upset when things changed. So he really wanted to explore neurodiversity. I searched the bookshops. Um, I couldn't really find anything that was specifically for children. There's lots of resources for adults, but nothing bright fun to celebrate who you are and learn about it because he was so eager to learn. So I went into one bookshop and she did actually say, I'm sorry, we don't stock that sort of book. And it just kind of struck me that in the world that we were just so far behind on, you know, inclusion, basically, on the bookshelves, which I'd like to say now is starting to improve, which is amazing. Um, So I decided to go home and write a social story myself, like I had done for him when he was little. And I do think that touches on my creativity when I was little, actually. I was very nervous actually about showing him the book because I thought I've got to get it right. And it was mainly just about differences we can see um, and differences we can't see because that's harder for people and other children to notice if we if we don't pick up on and learn about those things. So we read it together and I created a character called Eddie who looked just like my son Tyler, the lovely blonde hair and dark eyes. And he's named after his great grandfather, Edward, who passed away when he was born. So it's all very close to him and very... He felt represented. Um, So, yes, I made this little character in a book that was like an instant friend, so he didn't feel alone. And he loved it. I I didn't expect that. He felt so relieved. And it was an amazing moment for us. So we decided together, actually, that this would be nice for other children somehow. And I went on this wonderful journey alongside my full-time job to to publish Eddie. And here I am now. So that's basically the journey of becoming an author, It was kind of accidental. (laughs) 
Well, that sometimes that's that's the they are the best type of authors. That suddenly you just yeah. rather than you you know you come approach something saying oh I'm going to write a, a story to actually uh, have something where you've got experience in your family or something and ob- clearly yeah. you, that there was a need for it and uh, yeah. I, I I appreciate that there was for a long long time there was very little in the way of resources. Good on you for doing that. Um, Thank you. Obviously, we've li- listeners don't get too confused. Eddie is down with me. Uh, he's fast asleep at the minute in his bed. We've got our own Eddie, and now you're talking about your Eddie, and it's lovely that um, that your character Eddie is named after a member of your family who's no longer with you. That's lovely. Yeah, it's really special. Um, he passed away a few days after Tyler was born, um, and he was just such a memorable, strong character. Um, and he, he always had lovely stories. He was in the war, so... You know, he used to be so interesting with his, again, I guess, creativity. Without me piecing this together, I do think you are impacted in early years, aren't you? And it it just helps you in other ways as an adult. So, yeah, yeah, it is very special to us, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And long may it continue. So you've you've given us a a brief taster about Eddie. Uh, What's he he like? What's his character like? Uh, We'll direct people towards your website a bit later on so they can get a flavour of of him. But what can people expect from your books? They are mainly resources to support the autistic child. So I have that that first book I was talking about, it's called My Awesome Autism. And that's basically exploring your diagnosis because actually, you know, once you your child is diagnosed, there's there is no support afterwards. It's navigate on your own, good luck kind of thing. And us parents and children have to try and work work together and, you know, learn as we go. Um I've also got my friend Eddie and that's about a it's written by Eddie's friend Charlie, who is neurotypical, and she knows him in school, and she's starting to learn some of his ways because parents were asking for books for siblings and classmates, which was really nice actually. Um, there's mistakes are cool, and it's all about basically not putting too much pressure on yourself to get things perfect, and mistakes are okay, and actually adults make them too. So I tried to model the adult making lots of mistakes, and that's okay. We've got um, a tri- I'm going to school, a transition workbook, because I find, uh, especially my youngest actually, went from nursery to primary school, but I needed visuals. I needed pictures in that book and what to do at break time, lunchtime, who to go to, just a supportive two-way communication, which was great. Eddie's book of videos, which I explained earlier, that we made in lockdown. I've got Eddie's colourful feelings. Um, and that's really interesting, actually, because my son used to apply a colour to an emotion. So, you know, I feel purple, he's something sad or blue. Wouldn't mean he's feeling blue. It could mean, oh, I feel excited. So he had his own way and his own personal way of explaining to me how he felt. And it's just lovely. And that book has got little strategies of what to do. You know, some of the really tough emotions, they're so okay to be angry. It's okay to be distressed at times. You know, it's not brilliant, but obviously the child needs to know what to do. How can we support them? Um, and they're all interactive work, but basically. And the last one I did was Eddie's um, Busy Christmas, because that is such a overwhelming time for children. So much change, so much sensory overwhelm. You know, you've got a tree in your house. <laughs> um, and then at the end of it, everything looks bare you know we don't prepare for the final there's no tree now or I've gone back to school there was lots of decorations and now it's it's Mm. how it was so um there's lots of different resources 
and these are the self-published initial series um, and obviously this is what the show Ready and Go on Sky Kids is now based on so when you see that on telly obviously Eddie looks a bit different because he's animated but yeah so the Eddie I'd say from start to finish and in the show is described as a six-year-old Eddie who's autistic and he is the most lovable character to follow um, and you watch Eddie navigate different scenarios different social situations navigate new environments and I feel um, for him personally he his needs are met as best as they can so you've got Jodie Whittaker our narrator um, who is just the most she's got the most joyful voice really um, and she supports Eddie she notices his non-verbal cues um, his parents are amazing his his friends are actually so in tune with him and this can happen in the classroom too so I wanted to highlight that that kids are amazing and you know, although they can't name what's going on and might feel confused, they can be so helpful to each other and so kind. So I wanted to highlight that um, and bring his other characters to life. So, yeah, it's um, it's an amazing watch, really. And Eddie is just, um, I'd say, quite vulnerable and innocent because he's, you know, there's no malice in him at all. He's, he's just learning so much. He, you know, enters environments and he can feel quite anxious. But obviously we're giving him you know, five minute warnings before his transitioning from one thing to another. Um, but yeah, it's just it is, it's just amazing. It's interesting, isn't it, that particularly with the children that we work with at Dog Soap Infants, they're, they're too young to be diagnosed as being autistic. But you we can we, we've got our suspicions, you know, and that's of all course. they can be until they can be fully diagnosed. And it it takes yeah. it takes a while to sort that out. But we might yeah. we might say something, and mm -hmm. it's it's just a, a throwaway comment. But it, it's it's taken in a in a literal form, you know, a bit like how you was it's saying before we started recording the show, you know, spill the beans. Yeah. Uh, is that it, to us m means just a, a throwaway comment, but to someone with autism, it could completely confuse them. And I think that. Uh, any resource that's out there that can help a child, uh, you was mentioning about the colours of the, of the rages. We 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 um of the of your feelings. You know, if you're angry, if you're happy, if you're sad. Uh, we featured a book called That's Okay. I don't know if you've oh. come across it. Um, but we featured, and the author came on the show, and it was such a great idea because mm. it was helping children struggling with feelings words. And it may not be autism, it may be autism, or it may not be autism. How do you deal with those feelings? And particularly mm -hmm. if you're autistic, um, yeah. how you deal with them. So your resources are incredibly, well, they're invaluable. They really are. Thank you. Um, and the thing is, it's all built on our own experiences. And, and I think... Um, a lady said to me on one of my social medias recently, she said, oh, I wish this was around years ago. I said, I know, and I feel that too. I said, mm. but we we had to go through this first to help other people. So we're really pleased that, you know, we're able to kind of push forward and put them into a context which can can help other people, like you say, with the, the emotions. Um, children need, especially every child, you know, needs help with their emotions. They're growing, they're learning, and, you know, they need to borrow us to help co-regulate. But obviously, an autistic child, with everything in their daily life, is learning. It's social and emotional learning, whether you're at school, whether you're at home, or whether you're outside. Right. And I think if they can have to know what to do, 
because they want to put everything in its box and make it socially acceptable. Can I do this at school like I can at home? Everything has its place. So it's just really nice if they can look at these strategies and wherever they are, they could have some support. It's sometimes we have to have conversations with our parents of our, of, of our children. One or two of our children may start to, to show uh, autistic issues you know and it yes. is and it is only a suspicion and we might yes. mention it to a to a parent um and their immediate thing for in some cases not in all but in some cases it's a negative thing so is there something wrong with my child you know rather than see autism as you know some people and, and, I, and i'm i'm one of them see it as sometimes autism is a blessing and i look at some autistic people and i mm. admire them I do too. It's amazing. And I think to me, absolutely, I see it as a blessing. It's changed my life and opened my eyes in so many different ways. I'm so grateful. Um, I never want to minimise their struggles because sometimes they would feel it's a gift and other times they would feel really, you know, this is tough for me. And I completely understand that. But, um, but yeah, it is. How, it does how, how is, how is Ty, is it Tyler? Sorry, is it? Is it yeah, how, uh, yeah. Is, how is Tyler getting on and and how old is he now? Thank you. He is 13. Um, wow, that's crazy. It's gone really quick. He's at high school. Um, he has done incredibly well. Um, and uh, it's lovely that he's at a point in his life where he can communicate back to me now because that's taken years of, you know, awareness, understanding and practice. Um, if something is upsetting him at high school because it's not easy um now his thing is at the moment is noise so he's never worn ear defenders because when he takes them off he says he gets tinnitus so he but he's able to tell me which lessons what happened and i can unpick everything i can go direct to that teacher have a conversation and as soon as he feels that they understand him because i think he masks and he doesn't want to say anything he shows signs of relief so I mean, he, he even said that he wouldn't queue up at high school. He said, I'm not, I can't queue up in the dinner hall. I want, I want packed lunch. I was like, okay, that's fine. He said, maybe I'll, this is September. He said, maybe I'll buy food in April. I said, okay. But within two months, two months he was doing it. Right. So I think he has made so much progress. He enjoyed learning, which is really helpful because, you know, I think if he was disengaged a lot in the lessons, it'd be harder. But mm. yeah, he's, Doing remarkably well, actually, and I think he shocks me every year. Mm. Well, I'm I'm sure some of our listeners around the world uh, tune into the adventures of Eddie um, <laughs> and 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 watch him, and now they can, if if they've got a child uh, like yourself that maybe uh, has autism, they've now got mm -hmm. resources that dovetail in with that, so that's going to help them. So yeah. so good on you, and I mean I'm I'm a great fan of Jodie Whittaker anyway because I love oh. I love her Yorkshire accent. I mean, there's <laughs> it's just <laughs> I I lived in Sheffield for so long I'm, I'm a kent boy i'm a south i'm a you know everybody thinks i'm from south london but i'm not i'm from kent and um the the uh i lived in sheffield a long time and i loved that accent it was just yeah. something about how the i i struggled with when 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 men of my age called me love because that was new <laughs> to me but but um that accent is just wonderful absolutely um i don't know who you know, when we were talking about having a narrator, we needed it for our show because, you know, Eddie needed that little guardian angel that 
that you know when mom wasn't there in the shop you know he was there to support him and explain things and but yeah we were, were so lucky to have Jodie I don't think I expected someone so high profile um and actually met her actually because I'm mum in the show um I don't have that many lines at the moment because it, she, Eddie has the narrator but um I met her and she she really is in real life the most joyful mm. positive lovely energy to be around so she's absolutely perfect for this and we're so grateful to have mm. her Mm. And a, an incredible actress. I mean, I I saw yeah. I watched her in Time the other day, and incredible. And to think, you know, it was only a few months ago she was the Doctor. And I also yeah. and I also thought that uh, it was really good that she put on her outfit and did a few videos during lockdown uh, yeah. to encourage the children. I mean, all of that is all important stuff. So if ever you do ever listen to this, just just bear in mind we're so grateful for the work that you do out there and and all you actors who support the children and particularly for actors uh, and workers who work with our autistic children you're doing fantastic work long may it continue now if um, if people want to, to to find your books or want to uh, have a look at the the website which i know is a sort of connected to to you directly and indirectly yeah. Uh, yeah. where's the best place for them to go most of the, all of the books now you can find them on amazon um Eddie is also on Twinkle Resources as well. So there's lots of downloads for parents, carers, teachers as well. Um, you can go to my personal website, which is not as updated as the new Radio to Go on, which is nrsaunders.com. And my blog is on there from a while ago. So maybe you might find something on there that helps people too. And the Ready Eddie Go website with even more support and resources is readyeddygo.com. Well, there we are. All those things will be in the in the text of this podcast, listeners. You'll just be one click away. So after we're all done and dusted, go and have a look on the text. You'll see all the links and you'll get straight to the places where you need to be and the videos you need to see and the books you need to buy. They're all there. So we've got two Eddies, listeners, young and old, <laughs> who are listening to this. We've got two Eddies. We've got an Eddie here who's snoring and we've got another little Eddie for you to meet who's a fascinating character and as they always say listeners two heads are better than one <laughs> and that's the joke <laughs> of the day uh thank you nikki for your time today long may your work continue have you got other fit plans for eddie yes oh um firstly thank you so much for having me inviting me on no problem. Um, so next year will be um there'll be five more workbooks out um to match five episodes from season one of ready eddie go um yeah and then hopefully you never know we might be working on a series two um for sky kids so obviously i'll let you know if that happens well do do give our our, our best wishes to tyler hope he gets on well at school and if you ever talk to jody whittaker say she's got she's got a fan in eddie's <laughs> launch pads and i'll show i'll show her the the podcast link thank you very much <laughs> thank you nikki you have been listening to the Dogsthorpe Infant School Podcast. Join Captain Dave and his co-pilot Eddie Edster, the well-being dog, on another launch pad soon. Until then, always remember to be kind, be respectful, and most of all, dream, believe, and shine.
Dogsthorpe Infant School is part of Hampton Academy's Trust.